And do you have reached the Lisa Ann Gile podcast? Listen, I am coming to you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming at you. But listen, in a good way, in a good way. I am your cure to everything predictable. So people, let's go. Hello, I'm not supposed to be recording this way. I use this tone that I get through this particular piece of equipment for my monologues, but I'm going to use it uh, for this particular podcast this one time. And uh, this was totally unexpected. This was not planned, but I'm posting... um, I was just perusing my social media and handling uh, some work affairs. And I came across my notifications on LinkedIn. And I said, <laughs> I, you know, in conversing also with someone, I said, you know, I, I went into this podcast. So, uh you know what? This is what it is tonight. It is a podcast and I'm just responding and replying to notifications and, um, just randomly. I I don't know what I'm going to look at next. So it's very interesting. So this is what I'm, I'm uploading tonight. Okay. And you haven't heard from me really all day. I've posted a couple of things on YouTube and, uh, Facebook. So check me out there. And listen, guys, let's go. (laughs) Oh, I said that in the intro, didn't I? Oh, (laughs) okay. Here it is. (laughs) I'm going through my LinkedIn. (laughs) Somebody has me doing this. Next, Kevin O'Leary posted, what are the most important qualities that make a successful entrepreneur? Okay, the ability to communicate, the ability to express your idea with certainty. (laughs) Okay, okay, so that's it. (laughs) Because listen, I'm a good talker and I express myself very well. And I'm still on section eight, so you tell me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> listen, y'all, the struggle is real because, I, listen, y'all yeah, don't even know this. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even. <laughs> it's just, I didn't read the whole article, but it's the ability to express your idea with certainty. I don't know. I I don't know. I Kevin, you 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 you're always usually very usually a very you're very good. This closing professional uh, <laughs> information, but I I think this was uh, you left out some. Inf- you left out 
You left out some things here. <laughs> I'm not getting into it. Let's see. No, I, I'm just not getting into it, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, some of the things that would help is uh, if the idea is a good idea, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> to become a good leader, I, I think that uh, something called um, a form of integrity has to be um, incorporated in your decision making. Uh I think having certain values, core values matters. I think that um, capital comes with karma. Now, I'm still waiting on that to kick in, but I believe that um, God is pressing on your heart right now as you listen to my voice. (laughs) They give me some money. (laughs) Let me see. I'm going through my notifications. What else? (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Let's see. Forbes posted quote of the day. Let's see what they posted today. I follow them. So, oh, that's a big word. <laughs> let's see. What, oh, that's a big word. The real differentiator. Differentiator. The real differentiator. The real differentiator. <laughs> Can't just say the real difference. I don't know if that makes a difference. <laughs> I ain't redundancy. I, I do track that last statement. So the real differentiator is a sponsor or mentor who's selling your story or singing your song when you're not in that room. And I think that, oh, that makes, I'm sorry. Listen, we're going to negate this room. <laughs> Listen, that sounds like me, so I think I'm gonna negate the negate negate this from my post. <laughs> you gotta go on LinkedIn and look at their quote. The differentiator is a sponsor or mentor who's singing who's selling your story <laughs> or singing your song when you're not in that room. And I think that makes a big difference. <laughs> See, it's all in perception. I because you know when I do my podcast, when I do my podcast, I do it out. It's gonna. I know this is corny, but I do it out of love. I don't get paid for this, and is it's honestly it's it's like almost ministry to me. I mean, a form a form of marketing is involved, and you hope to get a following. You hope people listen and like it. But you, you are making someone's day better. You know, entertainment makes people's days better. And uh, I guess it's all in perception what I saw at first in this uh, little quote here. Because I, I consider myself a mentor and a sponsor for certain... Now, at my own discretion, I, I mean, I, I am not on contract with Universal or Marvel or or I do not have, I, I'm, I'm not, you know, getting paid by celebrities to do what I do for them or, or when I incorporate them into my creative pieces. I am a big fan or I support their work and this is my way of complimenting them and this is my way of just saying, I like you a lot. And um, one day I want to work with you. Now, I don't know if I want to read this one, but I will. Let's see where this goes. I'm going to read maybe one more after this. 
your Saturday Daily Rundown. An EV for the people. HR faces layoffs conundrum and other top news for you. Now, when I glance at that word, it looks like it says condom. <laughs> and other top news for you. Uh, let's leave that one alone. <laughs> Con- the next one. In- expense reports. Contribute to a collaborative article to help others learn. How do you manage cash flow and budgeting for cash payments? Okay, so this is an easy one, seriously. <clears throat> How do you manage cash flow and, and budgeting for cash payments? Uh, I'm not clicking into the article, but just off the top of my head. If I'm talking, if I'm talking in, in relation or relative or regarding personal, uh, managing personal assets or a personal cash flow, um, I would have this to say. I could go different. I can. I, I have a lot to say about this, but let me see if I can just abbreviate it. It's important that you have a budget. You cannot live check to check with no budget. And some of you may say, I can't have a budget because I have, you have money because you're living check to check. So you have money, but you must create a budget and you cannot live beyond or outside of the parameters of this budget. This is what you do. Now I could, so you should be paying me for this information, (laughs) but listen, just for the gist of it. If you make, let's say you're a student or you're working part-time and you, and let's just pick a number, $300 a week, but you have, and you have, and you have your cell phone, you have your Wi-Fi at home. Maybe you have, uh, uh, what else would you, maybe you have gas, you know, mileage and maintenance in your car. Then just those, just those items that I've just noted alone. That takes up all your money. So you make $300 a week. If you multiply it roughly by four weeks, so let's do this on the calculator. If you multiply roughly by four weeks at $300 times four, just roughly, some months have, some months have a little bit more days in the month, but let's just roughly say four weeks. That's $1,200 a month. Now, what you do is you take $120 and put it in a, put it into a savings account and you don't touch it with every month, every single month. Okay, so that means you're taking th- about roughly $30 out of the check, each that which is 10%. Okay, you don't do it off the net, you do it off the gross. So gross, you're, you're making 300, you're bring you're making $300 a week. Now you take 10%. Why 10%? I tell you why. Because it won't make you or break you and you can and you can still create a financial cushion should something go left, okay? Now $1200 a month and you take $120 a month and you negate that and you put it aside in a savings which I've done with my kids. 
as a single parent with no man in the house. And surely, if I'm, I'm, let me talk to the guys for a second. If you're a guy, surely you can do it. Because God has designed you to be providers. So therefore, if you take out of the 310% out of each check and put it into a savings and you don't, no matter what, you don't touch it. This is for emergencies only. Okay? This is not, this is just for emergencies and or a cushion. You're trying to build a financial cushion. So if you, and as you, as your cap, as your increase increases, as your income increases, you then, you, you don't increase the percentage on top of the amount. You keep the 10%, but you will find that your financial cushion will become greater and continue to make it applicable as you get more income. By the time the year's over, because I did, this is how I keep myself afloat. And I, t- listen, I told some creditors, I, I can't go outside my budget. I, I just can't because that would really now sink my ship. Now, this is just part-time money. Imagine what you could do with a little bit more money. So let's say you get a job. You're no longer a student and you landed a decent job. Maybe it's about 75000 a year times 0.10, at the end of this year, you have saved $8,000 just from 10%. So you will have $7,500, almost $8,000 by the end of the year. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So the first thing is a budget. Second thing is not going outside the parameters of the budget and taking 10% and setting it aside. And and whatever you do, you just just don't touch it. From new new from CNBC, uh, feeling stuck in your job or career. So this is pretty much, this is my last one. This is from three days ago. This is pretty much, this is, listen, if you're feeling stuck, this is, this is a, 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 a common feeling. If you're feeling stuck in your job or career, then there's a very huge possibility that you are not supposed to be there. You're in the wrong lane. Or you're in the right lane, but your time there has expired. And now it is mentally, emotionally, and psychologically uh, draining you. So, feeling stuck in your job or career? Either you're in the right lane and it is draining you and it is, and your time there has expired. God is telling you, your time here has expired. Or you're in the wrong lane altogether. Or another case scenario is that uh, karma has kicked in and has paid attention to your history and your current data. Now, with that being said, if you were not a good steward over previous positions or roles and now are in a current role, most likely you have not broken bad habits. I won't go into details and, and, and give you, you know, 
I, I, I won't itemize, you know, the problematic issues that you have caused that may have uh, now taken a toll on you completely. Because now you feel drained and tired and frustrated. You hate the world and you're never happy and you want to drink, but you're a Christian. So, you you, you know, you get fat off of ice cream and, and cranberry juice. <laughs> but listen, this is the problem. If God cannot entrust you with little, he can he will never entrust you with much. And I posted this once before. So then because of the seeds you planted in prior positions, you're now reaping the harvest in your current position because you cannot plant apples and get oranges. You cannot plant seeds hoping for grapes and, you know, you just, uh, let's just be real. You're You're not a good person. You're not a good person professionally. And if that's the case, then this attitude and character has now leaked into other areas of your life. You like this at work. You like this at home. You like this at the club. You like this at the, you know, you, you like this with the receptionist at, at the doctor's office. You like this when you go to the post office standing online. You like this at the grocery store with the cashier. Do you understand? So then God cannot elevate you. He cannot elevate you. And now you feel stuck in your job and your career. And it is your fault if this is your scenario. And if you listen, Lena, the church may say, you know, if you can't say amen, just say ouch, just say ouch. (laughs) So these are the several different case scenarios that are applicable. One or the other, or maybe, you know, more than one. Should you feel stuck in your job or career? So people take karma lightly and you should not. That's Bible. That's Bible. It's throughout Old and New Testament. That's Bible. What goes around comes right back around. Life is full circle. And if you want to survive the circle of life, you must keep God in the center, inclusive of his biblical principles, his character we must reflect, his heart we must reflect, Etc., etc., because karma pays attention, and sometimes those wages are not exactly what you would want. So, feeling stuck in your job or career, I would suggest a self evaluation. And this has been Alisa Angel podcast that I was not intending to do. I was just going through some of my social media and looking at my notifications. And I might do this again, but uh, I enjoyed it. But listen, uh, I sometimes I don't mean to be so harsh, but the real truth is that, you know, if, if when you love people, you, you, you got to, you got to, you got to tell people the truth. You got to be honest because you want them to do well. You want to see them blessed and you can't beat around the bush. Life is too short. You can't dance around uh, and, and sugarcoat and, and dilute honesty. You, you just can't do it. And that's me. When I love you, I love you. And when I don't, you'll know. 
<laughs> when I, when you, you know, you cross me the wrong way, I tell you about yourself. But I, I have an innate passion for people. And part of it is just being very, very honest and giving them, you know, a, a little bit of advice. And uh, that, I guess that's the minister in me. That is, that is the heart of God in me. Uh, so I love you all. God loves you. I usually say it the other way around. You guys have a beautiful evening. I will, po- I will be posting this in a few minutes. <laughs> okay. Later. Peace. This has been Elisa and Jael's podcast. My people, my friends, my family. You all, God loves you. I love you. Peace.